Howdy, y'all, and welcome to The Great State of Innovation, the podcast of Texas Innovators with me, your host, Cole Carpenter, and I will be joined by my co-host, Judge Gwynn, where we will cover innovation happening in the ninth largest economy in the world, the great state of Texas. This episode is brought to you by Integrity HR Management the premier professional employer organization of Texas. Integrity HR Management makes modern-day HR simple for your business. Let the professionals remove your headaches and help you get back to doing things that matter. Howdy, y'all. We're here today with another episode of the Great State of Innovation, the podcast of Texas Innovators. It's me, your host, Cole Carpenter, and as always, I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Judge Gwynn. We have a, a special guest today, and we're going to be diving into some new innovations on the uh, gifting front. Um, we're joined today by Karen Werner, who is the co-founder and COO of Koya, or Koya Innovations, to talk about her new platform and uh, these the cool things that they're up to and changing the space. So um, what's up, Karen? What's up, Judge? How are, we, how are you all doing today? <laughs> Hello, I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm doing great as well, Cole. Happy to be here with both of you and uh, talk a little bit more about Koya. And, you know, this is a really cool story. Cole and Karen met at South by Southwest. As if you've been following along on TXInnovators.com lately, you've seen a lot of South by Southwest stuff. Continue to check it out. But yeah, it's another just great kind of uh, benefit of that event, just networking and meeting cool people and cool businesses. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we're... (laughs) Um, we were there at the startup crawl, just hanging out with Freewater. We're working on a video, so keep an eye out for that as well. But yeah, I just saw Karen and her sister at their at their booth and just promoting their product, and you know, caught my eye. So went on over to chat with them, and here we are. So um, yeah, Karen, let's get into uh, like yourself. Like, what's your story? How we how you got to where you are today with Koya, and what kind of inspired the whole journey to create it? Absolutely. Um, well, I grew up in an entrepreneurial home. My dad's a serial entrepreneur. So um, I was very lucky, very fortunate to grow up in that kind of setting because it was normal to, um, it was normal to me, like what an entrepreneur was and what startups were and like innovating and thinking through problem solving and um, utilizing technology. And and so I I grew up with that being um, just part of the picture, part of a normal job even. (laughs) Um, so that was my kind of like start with, um, entrepreneurship and, and my, my dad's last company was acquired by Adidas and he was itching to get his hands dirty again and start something from, um, the bottom and like, see it actually grow and build up. And so, uh, his dream for his birthday was to start a family business. And uh, my sister and I both are really entrepreneurial as well. Um, at the time, we both were working overseas with nonprofits and socially conscious companies doing storytelling and uh, global communications and marketing for them. And so we came up with the idea of Koya together as a family on his birthday, but it took us a while to like finish out our international contracts in order to fully dive in. Uh, but once we did almost, yeah, over three years ago now, uh, we haven't looked back. It's been such a fun and wild journey. Um, 
as a whole family, being able to to create a product that is with the intention of, you know, adding something good to the world and um, using tech for good to make the world a little bit more connected and meaningful. Yeah, for sure. Um, so for those of y'all who aren't tuned into what Koya is, it's a personalized e-gifts, e-gifting platform that is, allows for families, friends, and teams to connect and express gratitude in new ways, which is mm-hmm. wonderful in this uh, new kind of new world we're facing brought on by the pandemic. Um, yeah, Judge, you can take it away the next. Yeah. Um, and so that's, it's very, you know, just kind of the concept of it, I think is just really interesting to me, Karen. Um, and, you know, you could send kindness and kudos to anyone anywhere. Um, <laughs> so I'm just interested to hear through the mind of the founder, like to sure. you, what, what is Koya? Koya is connection. Um, it is a, a platform that's meant to make it easier for people to connect. Um, I think we we grew up in a world where it's easy to grow your you know your intelligence. Um, it's easy to even nowadays with with therapy becoming more normalized, it's easier to grow your um, like emotional like your EQ. Uh, but relational intelligence is something we're still kind of learning and growing and it takes a lot of self work and motivation and curiosity. Um, and part of what we're doing with Koya is trying to create tools with our platform to make it easier for people to increase their relational intelligence. Um, so our, our, like our, you mentioned Cole, our platform, you know, is, is, uh, to make it easier for people to connect. So right now we're really focused on businesses and helping businesses appreciate and show up for their employees and customers alike. And I think you could read a lot of books. um, You could get curious, but it's just, it's interesting. The time we're in right now with a lot of remote work and stuff, um, you have to be really intentional (laughs) and, uh, I think if there are tools and platforms that help you be more intentional and help you connect, um, who wouldn't want to use that? <laughs> Definitely. And I, 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 I like the Koya's connection right there, but I think it's really important as we, everything kind of s- switches to digital platforms or digital mediums. It's really important that we really hone in on the humanization and the relationship mm-hmm. aspects, which it's exactly what Koya, it seems like it's designed to do. Um, Absolutely. Definitely. And I, it's just, I think it's really, uh, it's, it's kind of crucial if these are going to be sustainable models, um, not just Koya, but kind of any, any AI or kind of any automated technology that we're going to be dealing with. Um, it's, it's in just, in my opinion, I, I'm assuming you share this opinion, Karen, it's just not going to work if you don't mm-hmm. feel that human connection on the other end. A hundred percent. I think there are a lot of platforms out there. Well, I don't think I know <laughs> there are a lot of <laughs> gifting platforms out there that are trying to streamline that process. And I think that is admirable, but at the same time, without when you lose the hyper personal touch piece, you do lose that human connection. And it just becomes like an automated process. And um, in order for people to really feel seen and appreciated and, and in order for people to really show up, you do need to have that hyper-personalized piece. Um, and for me, what that looks like is either like a video message or a typed out message um, included with a gift 
from someone I really care about because ultimately gifts are awesome. But if you hear what your manager or, um, you know, a, a company that you support, like, well, for me, I'll just use like the manager example. If you hear what a manager thinks about you specifically and how they appreciate you and how you show up, that is something that would incentivize me to want to stay loyal to that company, to want to keep working at that company, because I know I'm not just a robot <laughs> just producing mm-hmm. for a company, but I'm actually seen and appreciated. Um, and that makes people, you know, feel more purposeful in their jobs. So it's necessary. It a hundred percent. I think everyone has experienced that, you know, in their own kind of professional careers, you're going to be much more likely to do your best. Um, you're much more likely to return as a customer when you feel like they actually engage with you personally and on a deeper level. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's, I think you really have that aspect down, but I'm interested to learn just a little more, Karen, um, sure. just kind of how does, how does Koya work? You know, what is that process? Yeah. What does that process kind of include from wanting from someone kind of wanting to send a gift to actually making someone's day through Koya? Sure. So what the platform looks like is it's, it's not a mobile application. You don't have to download it. It's, um, you know, you can access it on your desktop or mobile web and you go through the process of um, choosing who you want to send it to, entering their cell phone number or their email address. Um, and then you can record a video message or say you have a, a photo of you too, or maybe you just want to add like a funny GIF. Um, you can add something there and then you type out your message. Um, and you have the choice to add a gift card. Um, so the one I typically use is DoorDash because I love buying people dinner or coffee or (laughs) booze. And I think especially when we're most people work remotely still, um, being able to have it delivered is just half of the, half of the fun, you know, it's like, not Mm -hmm. only did someone give me a gift, but now it's just like going to be delivered to my door. That's amazing. Um, so a lot of times I'll, I'll just choose the DoorDash gift card for that reason. And then you can choose when you want it to be sent, you know, do I want it to be sent right now in this very moment? Do I want it to be sent at five o'clock for happy hour? Do I want it to be sent, um, in the future on their birthday or, um, after I know they have a big meeting, um, you have that option of, of selecting the when, and then you can press send. And, um, and when you press send it, will send their way via text or email. Um, and you can look at your dashboard and see, you know, the quays that you've sent, if they've been opened, if the gift cards have been redeemed. Um, and we're coming out with a metrics dashboard as well. So for businesses that are wanting to have those metrics as well to see how, um, how Koyas interact with, you know, their employee retention or their customer loyalty, they can see how that interacts as well. Um, so that's kind of like the base of, of how things work. We just like brief, um, just a brief, like tidbit or whatever. We started actually as a B2C company and, uh, like super consumer facing mobile application, um, on iOS and Android. and this B2B version was like a number one request from um, users, especially real estate agents and managers of remote teams. So we are, are still like, we're just, we're in early access with this B2B version. I mean, it's live, you could use it, but um, 
this is based off of a lot of our our B2C users requesting uh, this business version for them to use. So it's finally live. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, so yeah, Koya Innovate, it's more geared towards the business um, rather, than, rather than the consumer. Yeah, specifically what we're focusing on right now. Um, we put the B2C side just kind of on the back burner to focus on this B2B version. And it is it is hyper-focused on uh, businesses being able to, to show like a employee appreciation and also like uh, incentivize and encourage like customer loyalty. So it's like any anyone that needs to have that touch point. Uh, so a lot of like real estate agents or financial advisors, any kind of business like that, one-to-one type of interaction and or businesses that are wanting to create a better company culture, wanting to appreciate their employees, especially like remote workers where they don't have that in-person interaction as frequently. Um, we're trying to help assist and bridge that gap and communicate that that care and appreciation um, on a more frequent basis. Yes, ma'am. Um, and I, I'm curious to go a little further, Karen. We, sure. uh, I, th- I think every business nowadays or, you know, on, on kind of both sides, everyone gets email marketing campaigns from businesses, you know, in the form of oh, newsletters. Yeah. yeah, whether it's just like targeted emails. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm curious to see, you know, in your opinion, how does your platform, um, sorry about that, not in your opinion, you know, kind of how yeah. does your platform um, alleviate some of that, uh, some of that, uh, spam? I say, yeah, kind of some of that spam, right? <laughs> you know, how are y'all able to to engage the user a little more effectively than traditional email marketing? Yeah, that's a great question. So one of our, our biggest goals is for Koya to always be a platform that people want to open because they know it's going to be something good. They know it's going to be specific towards them um, and it won't be just, you know, a a blast to a lot of people. Um, So that's something we've really incorporated in in our product and how we developed it even is so that it is more of like a one-to-one interaction. Um, So right now, you know, when you do that personal message, it's personal. Like I, I wouldn't just say, Hey guys, like, and you know, where it could be more general, it's like, Hey judge, like, it was so great meeting you. I loved our podcast. Thank you for having me on your show. You know, it, it has the opportunity and in this hyper-personal context to really show up and help that person, you know, feel seen. And I think with the typical way that marketers or businesses show up with email marketing it is the only part that's personalized is their name. And the rest of it is, you know, a very generic uh, email. And so for the, you know, at least for me, when I get emails like that, I immediately delete it, or I put press like unsubscribe. And I think it's unfortunate because customer, I mean, companies look at metrics, and I think they're marketing email campaigns are like fantastic because there was an open rate, you know, like I'm part of the open (laughs) rate, but in reality, I'm like frustrated and, or I just don't care. Um, but it's not the kind of response that they're wanting, which is, Oh, wow. Look at this company reached out to me. I'm sure that's probably what they, that's probably the equation of like, Oh, there, she opened this email. So this was a success. And in reality, it's like a moot point and or frustration. And so we're trying to replace that. We're trying to put the 
kind of like the relational back in CRM. We're trying to help businesses be more personal because that is what makes employees feel seen. It makes them want to stay with their companies longer and have better retention, which I mean, I don't know if you guys know this, but it's like in order to replace an employee, it's like they're saying it is their normal salary plus like half of their, so like 1.5 of their normal salary, a yearly salary. So if you, (laughs) if your engineer walks out and you're looking at like 200K or 250K in order to replace that person and because of, you know, having to go through recruiting and then training and all the things. And so if we could retrain the way that companies um, approach their employee appreciation and retention and put that time and that energy and that money into showing up for them in more personal ways. I think you would avoid that problem. Employees would feel happier and more seen and they'd want to stay with that company longer. And same for customers, if, especially if you're, you know, a, a brand or a company that has a lot of competition. Like, why would I, why would I get shoes from? Adidas instead of Nike or Under Armour or whatever. Well, if I have like this really positive experience, um, then, and I feel appreciated and I feel like my loyalty really matters. There's a real, and or it matters and is incentivized. Um, there's a really good chance I'm going to maintain that loyalty moving forward because of that positive association I have with them. So that's a really long way to answer your question. But um, in short, we're really trying to put that relational piece back in that I think is really missing from um, marketing emails and that are going out right now. Um, and that personalization piece that other than just like someone's first name, <laughs> to like really, really hone in on the personalization piece, I think is our main differentiator. Definitely. I mean, the the great resignation is extremely real. Oh my um, gosh. And yeah, I think everyone's, you know, exactly what you're talking about, Karen. You're going uh-huh. through that and it's it's very expensive to replace employees nowadays. And uh-huh. I I think there's a lot of value in um kind of shifting back to just Koya and its, you know, Koya innovations. Yeah. Um that kind of brand association, like you're saying, when they see that, it's not they're not gonna think, ah, oh, this is from MailChimp or constant contact. They're gonna see right. Koya, I got something. Yes. And I think, you know. To your, to your point with that, it's like, because there is that gift aspect to it, you know, there's going to be something good for you with it. So it's <laughs> like, who would want to like delete a, a text or an email and not open it? If you know, very, you know, you're going to get like a, at least in the minimum, like a $5 gift card to Amazon, but like, maybe you're going to get a $50 gift card to DoorDash. Like I would always want to open that up. Like, I don't want to flush money down the toilet. Are you kidding me? A hundred percent. I mean, you just summed up everything that's great about Koya right there. I mean, and uh, while we were talking about it, we wanted like the use cases for companies, but I, I think kind of to circle back around on you know, some of my takeaways from South by well, one is web three and NFTs are mm-hmm. huge, but two is the huge message or the resounding message of from CEOs at South by that culture is like the number one thing these days, like being a CEO 15 years ago is completely different than being a CEO today. And basically everyone I saw was talking about this importance of culture. And I think Koya provides a great solution for 
for companies to kind of tap into that culture as far as, you know, recognition and uh, appreciation and, and, and gifting. And, and I think just like as you were talking about the use cases, um, I think this is bigger than you know, what it seems like on the surface. When you go on your website, you know, you see this as a personal e-gifting platform, but it is so much more than that. It is mm-hmm. it, it encompasses this whole kind of you know connection, which is changing in this digital world. So, you know, you talked about, you know, managers of remote teams, real estate agents, small business owners. I, I think that that connection you can't get anywhere else really like koya is kind of changing the game so i just wanted to iterate how exciting your platform is and, and what y'all are doing Thank um you. yeah for sure uh as we get into like you know the future of koya i was taking a look at your roadmap or the coming soon and i saw you know for me something that was really exciting cause i've been in bitcoin and crypto since 2014 mm-hmm. Oh, you know, the, get it. <laughs> <laughs> so like the Bitcoin lightning integration, yeah. the future of NFT gifting, like wh- mm-hmm. what does that look like for y'all? What, what, how is that process going to manifest? Like what's going on there? Yeah. So two parts to that. Uh, first, I did want to respond about uh, culture and just like what you were hearing at South Bay. I think yeah. another part that some, when you're talking, it just reminded me too. I think another reason why this is so important is um, because like Gen Z and millennials have different value systems than previous generations. Like you could in the past incentivize an employee with money to like a bonus to keep them longer. But our values like Gen Z and millennial values, um, are very much so about being like our ideas being taken into consideration about, you know, kindness in the workplace, about impact, about, um, you know, there's just so many different things. Like we do have a higher value for EQ and, and like wanting to be relationally intelligent too. And so I think to your point about culture being so important, I think a big push in that direction is because, um, our, our values are like the younger quote unquote, younger generation values are different. And so for us to be in a company where we are seen and appreciated um, means more than being in a company where you just get a bonus and you don't feel seen by your management and you don't feel connected to your team. Um, so anyways, I, I just going to make a note on that because I think it's, I find it really fascinating that transition that's taken place. Um, and I think it's a positive transition for humanity as a whole <laughs> to be yeah. more focused on relationships and being seen and, um, kindness and lead, you know, wanting to have an, a longer standing impact than just financial gain. So I love that we're going that direction. Um, yeah, I'm glad you heard a lot of those. I'm glad that was like a resounding, uh, theme you saw at South by that's really cool. Uh, to answer your question about the future and where we're going, yes, <laughs> um, like in the future, you will be able to like drop Koyas in the metaverse, <laughs> um, yeah. be able to partner with brands and um, like our for sure our, our, our dream and our goal is like Starbucks could, you know, have um, an NFT out there and then whoever finds it based off of location, it would be minted immediately and then you would have this NFT from Starbucks, and then you would maybe have like free drinks for a month. Um, There are so many different use cases um, as a result of getting involved in Web3 and getting involved in crypto. Um, And I think it's really exciting um, because like 
the sky is the limit. So uh, we are currently, yeah, in negotiations about implementing the Lightning Network. We're going to Bitcoin uh, Miami next week. Um, I don't know if you'll be there. If so, I hope to see you. <laughs> um, you wish. I wouldn't. I wish. Yeah. Unfortunately, oh, I will not be able to. I I mean, it's been a goal of mine to go for a while, but uh, I've got too much work to accommodate here. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll take soon. this for you. <laughs> Please do. That'd be awesome. Thank yeah. You. So I think, you know, crypto is just, it's, it's the future. Uh, what yeah. is the future? I think it's kind of like get on board or miss out. Um, and we are quickly evolving and growing. And so we, we want our product to be able to be on the on the cusp of that. Um, so yeah, the Lightning Network. I mean, I think even not to get like political or go deep, but also that's just kind of who I am. So, but if you look even like Ukraine, you know, like the how yeah. crypto was able to be sent so seamlessly. Um, it was just like one very specific example of kind of the the trajectory of where we're going and how this really is impactful. Um, and so, yeah, we want to be able to incorporate, you know, Bitcoin um, through the Lightning Network and also eventually other cryptocurrencies as well, because um, it is so much easier and faster and seamless to send crypto to my cousin in Norway to buy coffee than it would be with all the transaction fees and the conversion fees and everything else that would be involved. So um, that is definitely a big use case for us um, is being able to help people internationally connect and, I mean, talk about remote teams. And a lot of people have remote teams all over. And so we want to make that process easy and seamless for them without having to encroach upon a bunch of, you know, transaction and conversion fees. Um but yeah, and in the future of NFT gifting as well, I mean, sky's the limit. I, I don't know. I could talk about that for a while. But um, I think just to wrap it up, yes, that's the direction we're going. It's exciting because um, the, it's just it's so expansive. Right. <laughs> There's no cap to it. So I think it feels exactly. exciting and it feels doable and it feels um, very creative. Um, there's so many use cases, so many options, and, um, it's exciting to be able to be in a space, um, where we can iterate and change things and adapt and incorporate these things in order to stay on board with this wave. For sure. And for those of you who are not tuned into the Bitcoin lightning network, essentially it's a layer two platform or protocol that allows Mm -hmm. transactions to be sent much quicker than if you were sending it on chain. Um, and currently, uh, fun fact, Lightning Network is processing more transactions than Visa. So we're on a trajectory <laughs> to where we're, the future is is decentralized and where money is is sound. And uh, yeah, very exciting stuff. If you all want to learn more about Bitcoin and whatnot, on another note, go check out my Cole's Crypto Corner. We've written on what is Bitcoin, what is money, and what the future may look like for us. But uh, it's awesome to see Koya, you know, tapping into to that innovation because it's undeniably where we're heading. And mm-hmm. there's just so many things that have uh, you know, pointed towards, you know, that being the answer as far as you know, current monetary supply and a plethora of things. So absolutely. anyhow, but uh, yeah, that's, that's awesome. So for people who want to like hop onto the Koya, what, what, mm-hmm. what does that look like? I understand. Is there a wait list right now? And there's yeah. uh, 
variety of plans? What, what does that look like? Totally. So if you just go to our website, getkoi.com, in the top right-hand corner, it says gain early access, and you can get on that wait list, um, claim your spot. So we are currently like our early access, um, we're slowly uh, releasing access to people that are on the wait list. Um, so I think we have a few hundred right now that are testing it in the early access mode. But um, we'll keep increasing that every week until it is completely live. So what early access looks like is it's not, it's past alpha and beta. Um, so we're like fully functioning. But what we were we are asking from our early access users is one, um, to just give us extra grace if there happens to be a bug. So far, fingers crossed, knock on wood, there haven't been any. <laughs> um, but if that does pop up, it is early access. So hello, give us some grace. <laughs> and two, yeah. be communicative. So we want that live feedback. We want to hear um, from users in the early access, um, what works for them, why they like it, what features they'd want to see, um, what would make the process more streamlined for them. Um, what their use case is, just because we are, you know, able to continue to add to our feature list and our roadmap and figure out based off of users, what features should come first. Um, so that's kind of how we're really figuring out what, um, where we're like, what's coming next. So we have the roadmap, but based, it helps us prioritize um, based off of what our users are asking. So it's exciting. They actually have a say. <laughs> Your voice <laughs> matters, really. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, very cool. And I saw. So, what is like? The, there's a free plan versus paid plans. Like, what what does that look like? Would that be more the paid plans geared towards companies who are you know trying to connect with their workforce, or or is there a, what's the differentiations between the kind of levels of that? Yeah. Um, so yes, the Koya we want to always be free for everyone. So you can send, um, you know, five Koyas a month for free. And then at that point, you know, if you're say you're a real estate agent and you're, or you're an event planner, whatever kind of individual type use case you'd have, if you're in that mode and you're wanting to, um, send way more then you'd want to do the individual plan. And from there you have the team plan and, um, and then like the enterprise and what like white labeling plan. Um, so we're continuing to based off of like our early access users, <laughs> um, get feedback on our pricing models and see like what feels good and fair. Um, but we want to make sure that we have a product that people that's like, a you know, value add product and like performance based product. So, um, being able to have this forever free model out there that proves and shows people, you know, what it is like to use the product. And hopefully they're able to see some good return space off of that. Um, hopefully it'll prove in that process, um, what our value is and, um, what the performance looks like and why maybe upgrading to the individual plan would be worthwhile in order to see the metrics and in order to see, you know, add these other diff different features like your own logo and um, be able to see um, how how the coys are performing and eventually get to a place where you could do, you know, one to many. And that 
that specific use case is more along the lines for, I mean, I, I guess event planner would be a great example. So um, if you're wanting to send it to people that just showed up for the first time at an event or people that showed up to an open house and you're a real estate agent, like you could send um, a more generic Koya in that situation to people that showed up at, you know, 1312 uh, Blue Bonnet Street and be like, thanks for coming out here. You know, here's my, it's kind of like a, per, a more personalized business card, you know, here, thanks for coming out today to the open house. If you have any questions, let me know. Here's $5 to Starbucks for stopping in to view the open house. Um, it's a little bit more personal for me, at least I would, uh, walk away having a really positive taste in my mouth from a real estate agent, um, that took that extra step to follow up with me after going without it just being like a spam email. So yeah, um, the one to many option is definitely one of our unlocked features and, um, Oh God, there's so many features that come with a paid model, but um, a lot of what we have is able, people are able to experience with the free model as well, just to get a taste of it, to see if it's what they want. And if so, it'll be worth uh, paying for it too. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. My mom's actually in real estate, so I might have to pitch her your product. Yeah, so. <laughs> awesome. Well, did, yeah. I didn't know this. You might know this, but um, apparently real estate agents have to have like a certain amount of touch points every month. It's like part of their requirement, um, which I found to be really fascinating uh, that, you know, someone's job is literally focused on touch points with their customers, making sure they stay top of mind, making sure they feel seen and they remember them. And so I was like, wow, to be in, in, uh, in an industry where connection really is, um, a big part of the business. I think that's absolutely fascinating. Yeah, definitely. I mean, real estate used to be kind of a, a legacy traditional mm -hmm. system. Now it's changing and seeing a lot of mm -hmm. innovations. So I think, uh, yeah, I mean, real estate is poised to you know, uh, adopt such things uh, in, in customer relationships and mm -hmm. you know, clients. I think that's the biggest thing, like for you know, real estate agents in general, just on this specific topic, like um, a lot of their, you know, clients come from referrals, you know, so yes. creating that, that uh, impact uh, up front and creating a, a lasting message and kind of brand loyalty in its own right is, mm -hmm. is very important. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Better than a magnet. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, so I also noticed that you all have an ambassador program. Um, yeah. So moving forward, like, what does that look like? How could someone get involved with that if they enjoy your platform? Sure. Um, from the business perspective, that we're still kind of um, fleshing out. We have the yeah. ambassador program for uh, college students with our B2C model. And that was just like a natural kind of segue for them to bring Koya to their campuses. But for businesses, as we continue to flesh that out, we do want it to look kind of like a, you know, and a referral type situation where if you are sending people our way, we want to encourage that and incentivize that. And, um, and if you are crazy about Koya and it's helpful to you, obviously word of mouth is the best marketing. Um, because especially if you're having a good experience, that's gold. So we want to partner with people that 
love what we're doing and that see the value in what we're offering um, and figure out ways to encourage that. Oh, that's amazing. The future is bright for y'all. That's really exciting. And uh, spreading the message about Koya and as we enter into this new digital age, you know, connecting on another platform is amazing. Um, I think that's all the questions I have related to Koya, but if you, I wanted to ask you, and if I'm not yeah. mistaken, you're in, in the Capital Factory yeah. Accelerated Program, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're one of their portfolio companies. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, would you mind like just diving into what that experience sure. has been like and the value that you know yeah. it's provided for you? Absolutely. Um, so we became a, an accelerator company, a portfolio company for them, right like two months before COVID hit. Um, so part of what happens is when you're accepted, you're able to have access to, um, their, uh, office space. So like 16th floor, um, as well as like eighth floor. And not only can you office out of there, but you have the opportunity as a result to just network constantly with other startups that are officing there ones that are part of their portfolio, as well as ones that are paying to um, rent a a desk there. So for me, that was incredibly valuable because as we were talking through different strategies, um, different target markets, uh, just figuring out different things, we could immediately get feedback from other startups and from um, even like mentors or capital factory employees that were uh, there and just willing to talk to us at pretty much any point in time. So that was for sure a huge bonus and a huge plus to being a portfolio company. Obviously, it was only lasted two months. And then it's just like everything shut down because of COVID. But those two months were really helpful. And in addition to interacting with other startups um, and companies that office out of there, um, you have access to all of their mentors and um, we were able to meet in person with them, talk through different things. Each mentor obviously has a different specialty, whether it's uh, marketing or branding or pricing or whatever. You can read about their background, why they specialize in something, what their experience is, and then based off of that, you know, choose to meet with them or not. And that was really helpful. Um, they did a really good job transitioning that to, you know, being virtual and COVID. So we still had access to their mentors, um, even when um, Capital Factory, the office space shut down. So we continued to meet with mentors online um, and continue to, you know, iterate and get their, their feedback on different things. Um, and I would say those would probably be the top two things that felt really valuable um, from my perspective, you know, being a portfolio company. Um, I'm, tra- I'm sure there's other things too, but there's the, for sure the top two. Yeah, I totally get that. I mean, for those who are you know, looking to become a founder or to launch their startup, I, I would say Capital Factory is a great place to kind of get tuned into. And if you're in Austin, you can visit them at the Omni and uh, their office space is awesome. Very cool. And are they, they're in Dallas. I'm not sure. I can't remember if they're in Houston. Would you, do you know if they're in Houston? Yeah, they oh, are. They're in Austin and Dallas. Yeah. They have like, it's like Houston, I think Dallas, San Antonio um, and Austin. Austin is like obviously the main one. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think they have, I think they have spaces in all those places at this point. 
I, yeah, they've been the working kind of, towards like building it all out, but they're just trying to be like the center of gravity for entrepreneurship in Texas. So exactly. it, yeah, to your point, it's super valuable for networking and meeting other people. Definitely recommend. Yeah. They're, um, I know they, some of the events I've gone to there, you know, they always talk about the golden triangle that is Austin, DFW, and Houston. Yes. And kind of this hub of innovation and, you know, Texas being the ninth largest economy in the world. I mean, they're mm-hmm. some of the leaders in uh, kind of hosting and cultivating that innovation. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I'll give uh, Capital Factory uh, a look-see, give them and <laughs> check them out. Download the Texas Innovators app on the App Store and Google Play. Like and follow the TXI Facebook page linked in the description to keep up with innovation happening in the great state of Texas. As always, thank you for listening. And remember, innovation never sleeps.